Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me this morning, folks. Tori and I actually recorded three long-form podcasts yesterday for our new podcast that's coming out called That's Hot, and Tori actually lost her voice, and so I'm going to uh, do this one with us, and I'm super excited about it because we're picking up with day two of our Watch Your Mouth devotional in the Bible app. There is a link to that in the description of this podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'll read the scripture, and then I will also pick up with the devotional. The scripture is Psalms chapter 19, verse 14, and it says this, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And the devotional says, Proverbs 21, verse 30, states that there is no wisdom, there is no insight, and there is no plan that can succeed against the Lord. I'm going to say that again. This is scripture. There is no wisdom there is no insight and there is no plan that can succeed against the Lord. And so we as believers need to be mindful that God's omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent power eradicates all attempts to conceal truth before him. God is aware of our heart. God is aware of our intentions and God is aware of our words. He, In fact, he even knows them before we even say them. Just read Psalm 139, verse 4. Our hearts and mouths are closely interconnected and require constant inspection to ensure acceptability in God's sight. Our words reveal what our hearts are full of. I'm going to say that again. Our words reveal what our hearts are full of, which is either the fruit of goodness or wickedness. What is in one's heart eventually comes out of their mouth. And in scripture, we read about the account of Ananias and Sapphira. During the time the apostles were testifying about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there were believers who were owners of land and houses. The believers at that time sold their property and brought their entire sale of profit to the apostles. And the favor, the kindness, and love that the believers showed to the apostles supported the apostles' ministry and needs. Ananias and Sapphira also sold a piece of property and kept back some of their profits, bringing only a portion of what they of what they earned at the apostles' feet. Both Ananias and Sapphira knew that the amount given to the apostles was not the entire profit that they made. Although they had complete control of their giving amount, their hearts were deceitful and their actions exposed their insincerity. And then it happened. Ananias died and his body was carried out and buried. And when Peter questioned Sapphira hours later about the sale of their land, Sapphira declared the established lie discussed with her husband continuing on with the deceit and hypocrisy, therefore triggering her immediate death. Ananias and Sapphira didn't lie to the apostles. They lied to God. Sapphira didn't watch her mouth, although she was given every opportunity to speak truth and examine her own heart. And this is a lesson for us that God sees our hearts and hears what comes out of our mouths. What is your heart full of? What is coming out of your mouth? Are your words and heart meditations pleasing before God? We all need to watch our mouth. And this was so timing. 
uh, for me because Tori and I had the most frantic, crazy busy day yesterday. And I just caught myself so many times mumbling bad things under my breath. And okay, I, th- I don't think it's offending anybody because nobody can hear me, but God can. And he knows what I'm saying and he knows what's going on in my heart. And don't get me wrong, I know has I know God has grace for me, but I'm not, I don't want to abuse that grace by continuing to dishonor him with my mouth. That's not fair to him and that's not fair to me. And so I think we all should live a lot more reverently as if as if we truly believe that God knows everything that we're saying and he knows everything that's going on in our heart. And that's actually something I've really struggled with personally because there was a time and I think I'm still kind of working through that where I was afraid to pray because it felt like my prayers were manipulating God. And I was like, well, God, you know, I'm a sinful human. So what's the point of me praying if, if you know that I'm just kind of asking for my own will? And then a mentor of mine encouraged me that even if my motives are selfish, a father still wants to hear, hear from his child. And he, he encouraged me, said, Chad, Open up to God about what's going on in your heart. Just let him know that you know. Say, say, hey, God, I know that you know that this is probably a selfish request, and I, I ask that you'll purify me of that. And I, I know that my prayers may be peppered in with selfish desires, but Lord, I pray that you'll see through that and give me what I need, and it helped me to have a healthy relationship with him. So it's not that I was afraid to, to talk. I was actually encouraged to talk, but I had a respect for him in that conversing where I showed him, God, I want to honor you with my mouth. And sometimes I struggle to do that, but I need your help to do that um, with me. And so that was something that really helped me. Um, And another little thing I was just thinking about really quickly is that I know that like ever since I got married, you know, Tori and I, she knows my phone password. She knows everything. She can get on my phone. She can go do whatever. And I have nothing to hide at all. And, but before that, if one of my friends ever grabbed my phone, like, Hey, get my phone back. Cause you know, what, what if I was texting somebody or whatever this, and, and it's just interesting that we, either humans around us, our friends, our community, whoever our peers can see what we have, what we're doing, what we're talking about. God knows it. And we should live our life in a way where God sees it all. Cause he does. And I think that that shouldn't scare us. It it should let us know that the truth always comes to light. And it's so much easier to live a life in the light versus a light or versus a life in the darkness. And so let's not give darkness any insight into our life and let's live in the light with the Lord. I'm going to praise on out. Lord, thanks for this reminder to watch our mouth because you know everything we say and how closely it is connected to our hearts, God. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks, Lord. We hear you. Lord, I ask that you'll help us have a closer connection with you in terms of how we honor you with our words and our thoughts, Lord. But we struggle with that. I struggle with that, God. If there's anyone else that struggles with that, God, I pray that you'll help us come humbly to you to correctly examine our hearts and get honest to do what Sephira didn't, God, to speak truth and examine our hearts with you, God. Will you expose that thing that we are holding on to or that we think we're hiding from you, God? Will you expose that to us right now? Will you illuminate those parts and bring light into those parts of our life? And while it may be a bit a bit bright for us to handle and it's, it's harsh light, God, we know that it's good for us because living in dark is not where you want us to be, Lord. 
Thank you for for walking in this life with us, God, and having grace for us in the moments where our selfishness does rise up, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Well, amen, y'all. Now's that perfect time to break out the devotional, break out the worship music, and continue examining your heart. And don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. Adios. (laughs) 